to an all-new episode of Tell You Later. The show where we guarantee a laugh or your money back. Sincere thanks to all those who support us on Patreon. By the way, there's always room for more. Mm, do not forget to hit the like button. Don't forget to hit like right now. Hit it! We haven't got a title song for this show, so we're singing this thing instead. Okay. It's really just a substitute. Nonetheless, the melody may stay in your head. Oh, I hope so. Because it's a tune. It's a tune. You'll love to croon. You'll love to croon. Ah, but there's one thing you should know. We have to confess we do not possess a title song for this show. Ain't it peculiar? Believe it or not. We haven't got a title song for this show. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Howdy. Welcome back to Tell You Later, the show where you learn so much about so little and vice versa. I'm Katie Lee, by the way. This is Will Ryan. My partner in crime, my ukulele playing partner, partner in, in crime. Partner in grime. Grime. In grime? Yes. In rhyme. No relation to Dr. In James rhyme. Grime. In rhyme. In rhyme. Partner my, my in rhyme. partner in rhyme. Hey, okay, that's good. Write that down. Okay. Don't forget that. <clears throat> I happen to have a We're pen gonna, here. Because you know what? Will, honestly, I believe, writes a song about every my three hours. Partner. So we're going to write a song, My Partner in Rhyme. Rhyme. Right? We haven't yep. ri- you haven't written that before, have you? Um, have no. you? No. no, I have not. So this will be a first partner in rhyme song for you. Perhaps, Good. Yeah. yeah. We'll do that. Yeah. All right. I'm going to commission you. Now it's driving me crazy. Who's uh, the president of Gene Autry Entertainment? Carla. And it's not Gene Autry? What's her name? I don't know. Right. But you do play at the Gene Autry Museum. Um, don't you, with your when cowboy not man? not El Pandemia, when El that's pan- not raging. Hello, El Pandemia! Who was that masked virus? I don't know, but <laughs> oh, it sounded vaguely fun. like the William Tell Overture. You know what? Really, So it's either right? uh, Clayton Moore or uh, William that's, Tell. That makes sense. Who was that masked virus? It was El Pandemia! <laughs> <laughs> right. right. And I shall vanquish him. Because I am... El Carumbo. El Carumbo. El Vaccino. You know what my secret identity is? You. What is it? Don't tell anybody. Sabado Domingo. Sabado. That's good. Sabado right. Domingo. I like that. Yeah, because I had a regular job during the day, but on weekends. Kids, I'm El Carumbo. <laughs> That's me. You're Salvador. I love that. Or say moi. Did you make that up? As they say in the it's French, French part of in Mexico. The, and then you would be Dumanche. No, you would be Samedi Dimanche. Dimanche. Samedi Dimanche. <laughs> Very good. Hey, so as we were saying. La Sasson de Dimanche. La Sasson. That was a song published 
by, I don't know, uh, Columbia Records, I guess. Really? Did you love that record? Remember when we were younger and that girl and the whipped cream cake? You know, there was a... a Herb Sergio, Yeah, Herb yes, Alberts of course. the Tijuana Brass. Yes, like, that, was like that was great. It was quite an invitation to cover. all us little kids and guys. Right? You know, right. All right, we'll, we'll, put, we'll post a picture of that. <laughs> Write a note. we got to get the crew of one. We'll, we'll okay. include that so you can see. There was some very, very... I mean, nowadays, people see everything, but something about this album yes, was Yes, it was just, so... Inviting, different. And, yes, and it sold millions. Well, she was covered in whipped cream. Yeah, she was. <laughs> and you know, probably because they didn't have a band yet. You know, uh, Herb, Albert. Herb Albert and the Tijuana Brass. It was really Herb Albert and a bunch of session Can guys. Can we do the music? Remember what no. was the song? We can't even. No. Oh, you we guys could, have to look it do, up. Da 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 da. We could do public domain songs, mm, but not. But uh, yeah, you know, uh, Bert Backrack wrote a few of the. Numbers that were on really? one of their albums. I could, I could picture that. Yeah. He was but th- that such was, a good writer. Yeah, Herb Albert, we used to see him all the time when we were recording Welcome to Pooh Corner because we, we did most of those episodes at uh, A&M Records, you know? And, and Herb Albert was just hanging around? Yeah. I mean, he, he was a co-owner of it and uh, there were little... You know, I didn't know that. Little hallways there. It's Charlie Chaplin's old studio. He, he built that studio. Which and is now Henson's. It's now owned by uh, the Jim Henson Company. Yep. And oh. in between, Charlie Chaplin. Excuse me, my phone is ringing. But um, let me just. Went on a boat in, um, in the early 50s, little realizing that they weren't going to let him uh, back into the country. Ooh. But he found out after Did he was on the boat, him? and he quickly sent a telegram to a trusted person here. He said, Go to my safety deposit box safe deposit box and and get out everything and, and have it brought back on board. Otherwise, uh, all of his assets in the United States would have was been frozen. Was it a trick? He was not allowed. Charlie Chaplin was not allowed into this country because for decades and decades. Because why? Because uh, those were bad times politically. Ah. And and uh, he had been involved in... Um, in Thinking? Some, I guess mm-hmm. you know whatever you know, but yeah. but uh, they were going after a lot of people. Folk singers wow. were very very suspect. Uh, I, I have a copy of uh, Red Channel, which is a um, uh, it's a reprint of uh, an issue from the early fifties, where they listed everybody that some people somewhere thought were suspect people, you know, and uh, because back in the thirties they. They went to some fundraiser for something, or they joined this club, and well, not they think to there be, was a communist in the club. Not to no. be current, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, that kind of stuff seems to be going on right now. We don't want to make this be a political no, show. No, no, not at all. But certainly, it caused a lot of problems when we're suspicious of our friends and don't want them to think differently than we do, that can be a bad situation. Yeah, yeah, it can. Things can get out of hand. Out but, of hand. But when you end up kicking Charlie Chaplin out of this country, you know, what I, were you who thinking? could be more grateful to the United States of America than Charlie Chaplin? But anyway, so when he left, uh, when he wasn't allowed back into the country, he had to sell the studio. Oh, man. So, and that's why he sold it. Yeah, so it to was Herb sold. Albert? No, no. <laughs> Who did he uh, sell no, it to? to somebody else. And one of the first shows that was filmed there mm-hmm. was The Adventures of Superman. Really? Uh, I don't believe the first season was, you know, but. but was he know. a musician? Charlie Chaplin? No, Superman. Um, yes. 
Ah. If you're talking about George Reeves, and Charlie Chaplin, of course, was a composer, songwriter, Because why would he be at a music studio if he wasn't? Uh, well, it wasn't I'm a music. Wondering. It was a studio. It was a, a movie studio. And then they turned it into a music studio? Well, y- yes, but I, I'm trying to do this chronologically. You're trying to Charlie tell a Chaplin story sold here? It. Okay. I'm it listening. was used. Uh, Hal Smith told me that they used to shoot Death Valley Days there. On that lot? Yeah. You know, the first season was produced by Gene Autry, speaking of whom. And then uh, General Electric in some way, I think. Oh, General Electric. Now, what war was he in? <laughs> uh, I, I think he served under General Mills. Ah, yeah. got it. Okay. But um, uh, so, so those were Chronologically there. speaking. But one time uh, they were showing the movie um, Modern Times. Mm-hmm. With Charlie at, Chaplin. With Charlie Chaplin at, at a fundraiser mm-hmm. with a live orchestra. Oh, was it fun? Uh, oh, it was great. It was... Uh, because uh, I love when they raise funds. A very good orchestra fun. here in Los Angeles, and was a big fundraiser. <laughs> yes, right. And fund was had by all. Yes, fund, okay. fund was had by all. Like Alan Fund. Right. Yes. Who used to live down the street from me? No kidding. Yes. And they did. Do you know what? When I was in, so we were supposed to talk about my trip. Hey, when we go over to my house, yes, we'll shoot the neighborhood, and I'll say, and here's where and Alan here's that, Fund used and to here's live. And here's that. And I have to tell you, are Alan, there hidden cameras on his property? <laughs> he doesn't. Uh, he's no longer around, and, he, and it was sold. Mm. The family sold it uh, ten years ago. It 15? might be like the that roll of film I found the other day that was never developed. Oh, really. Yeah. Did you develop it yet? No. Well, let's do that. Okay, we'll have to crew of one. There must be a drugstore somewhere. Maybe it, the, mi- it might be blank. I don't know. It might know. be pictures and of Jim who Henson develops and... things. Oh, I wish. Do you? Do, I didn't. That's. I'll have to tell you later. Do you know? Did I tell I you about that I know there's a story, story behind that. I, there I, I is. know about that. Yeah, and yeah. she'll tell you later. Yeah. Because that's in keeping with the theme. The theme. Of, Speaking the theme. of theme. Okay, so you know, we could change you... the name of this show to tell you now. By the way, we're we're um, we're nearing. The end of the first uh, season. The first season. Hey, well, high fives! <laughs> oh, there's a pandemic going That's on. That's all right. You're sitting. You're breathing okay. in my face. Also, you can give me high fives. I don't do Ow! that anymore. <laughs> so. Uh, Whoa! Uh, if so, that were a magic trick, I bet you could poke your finger right through my hand. We're oh, look, here it is. Oh, okay. The roll of film. The yeah. said. Why don't but, you pull it out and look at it? But doesn't it look like? No, I think it's brand new, actually. Oh. It probably isn't undeveloped because well, when it's all you done, you it. roll it. I'm sure some learned teenager some, at the drugstore will know. You guys, you probably don't know, but this is called a roll of film from a film camera. Mm-hmm. And you just have to put it in your 35-millimeter camera. and 35. Then, 35. And then it, it, these are called sprocket holes. Mm-hmm. And they can, 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 they attach <laughs> to a sprocket. Uh-huh. And then and then you turn the, the knob. You've probably seen a camera, so that pulls the film, and you take pictures. But when it's all done, and this is why I believe this actually isn't undeveloped, you you turn the f- film back in, roll it all up in here, and then this flap ends up inside, and it's completely sealed up. Because if it's exposed to the light, it will cause the picture not to show. And so, hmm. therefore, there's nothing to look forward, nothing to see here, so to speak, because oh, there's okay. probably nothing on that. But you, luckily, we're in Los Angeles, where they have a lot of professionals who know about film, and uh, still. And uh, so the place on Fairfax. You when can we used there. to travel, Will and I, mm-hmm. he didn't have a camera. Before El Pandemia. But as you can see, I had a camera. But you don't know, like now, when you're taking these... Um, your your electronic digital pictures, you can see right away if it's any good. Will would say, 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Take another one. Take another one. Take another one. You don't know if it's going to come out or not. So I have like all these pictures of you. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Well, you and because somebody Uh else was maybe taking it of Uh us uh, because we couldn't. You can't do it yourself with this with those kind of cameras because you can't see. Um, it was a different life back then, wasn't it? It was. It was, it was. very but, different. But I learned that early on because I was in a band and we were signed to uh, CBS uh, Records, which was Columbia and Epic. And uh, we did a couple of professional photo sessions. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that for one album cover, they'd take three or four hundred pictures at least. Because you, know, you never just know. For the one you don't picture. know if it's yeah. going to come out. Because well, well the yeah, point you is, you have how, to how send it be. to a lab. Especially if there are four or five people in a band. You know, everybody. One could be good. looking the wrong way. Well, right. Somebody's blinking. Everybody. Heat bar on their face. You know, that's why robots. Once they have robot bands, they're much better to photograph because yes. they know how to pose. Yeah, and they don't blink. If, they can. If you don't they want can them sit to. still. Yeah. I told I told Brock um, Brock Obama? Powell if he were my Obama? son his what? name would Wait be Broccoli. Like... <laughs> <laughs> broccoli. Especially if he were Irish, He'd Broccoli. Okay. So why am I wearing a hat? I'm wearing a hat because I wasn't wearing a hat in the last episode, and I wanted to make us look different. Also, it's a hat from San Diego. Rock. And roll. What does it say? Uh, rock and roll San Diego. Rock and roll San Diego because you know the crew of one is a rock star. Yeah, it's true. We don't yeah. we don't discuss it much, but we will. We'll tell you later. Yep, he's a total mm-hmm. rock star. We will have him. Maybe one day we'll have him on in his full yeah regalia. Regalia is that what you call it? I do. I yes. call it a costume, but okay, okay. regalia. I like regalia. Okay. It sounds you know, like he should have a cape. You know, military people love it when you refer to what they wear as costumes. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. And they don't like you to call it regalia. No, they 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 prefer the term um, costume or. I'd like to regalia with some regalia. Isn't that, is that a, can't you say with that? stories of regalia. With stories of regalia. Yeah, right. Oh, wait or a minute. Like no, they don't like it would behoove you to it. care for your uvula. <laughs> really? <laughs> and gentlemen who expect to rate should not expect, expect to rate. rate. That's right. So I would. So good advice from tell you later. There you go. Right. Maybe we should make a, a book of good advice from tell you later. We could. Yeah. Because we've written books. We have a book. We have. A, you have a many, many books. I have a few. You have the little cowboy poetry book of haiku. Mm-hmm. Haiku. Um, <laughs> depending on where you're Low from. Low haiku. Haiku. <laughs> So they can be appreciated. That can be. There's that train again. Second episode, second edition. Part two. That errant train of thought. Hey, hi, Q, part two. (laughs) Um, Hi, Q. Q. (laughs) Great minds (laughs) say the same things. (laughs) Fly by night. Okay. Great minds fly by night. So we have that. We have Adventures in Oddity, which is our book that we wrote. Yes, the new improved edition. And the new improved bonus edition. With 58 new pages. And the... Including lots of new cartoons. Yeah. Here's the old one. The old one is red. The new one is green. 
And I don't think it's in that box, crew of one. Oh, yeah, he found one. Yes. See, look, you can see they're heftier. It's much heftier. If you look at them side by side, look how much more pages you get. <laughs> how much more? <laughs> how much more pages? <laughs> if you were buying books by weight, this Here. is... Yes. Oh, I can tell. Yeah. Seriously. Well, yeah. Yeah, this one's heavier. It's 58 more pages. Yeah. But if you get the audio version of the book, and this one much has, more music this than the book. This one has more artwork. Yeah, it has more. Oh, that's right. More did, music in the audio version. And you did all the drawings. Yes. Well, Most, kind of. Yes, you yes, did. I did. I did all the original drawings. Yeah. We have some historical uh, uh, recreations in there Do as we? well. Oh, yes. Yes. So this is our book, Adventure, which I think we've told the story how, well, it just bears repeating because it's so remarkable. So when I was okay. in, I was in Florida. We found these two with, people who look just like we used to look 30 years ago. Yeah, but even longer than that ago. Hmm, and that's right. I said, hey, Will, will you take a picture with me? Because I want to do commercials. And we had to do pictures. And then we did this picture and we look like the characters we play on Adventures in Odyssey. Yeah, Eugene before Meltzer those characters existed. And yeah. Connie Kendall before yeah. they existed. Yeah. And that's pretty darn awesome. So we had to write a book about it. People were wondering about this shirt, and I'm wearing the same shirt this week, and we'll uh, we'll save this for the end, right? All right. Okay. So we I was in Florida with mm -hmm. Phil Lawler. Phil Lawler. I think that should be one name, one word, Phil Lawler. <laughs> uh, and it was a homeschool convention. Uh, then it should be Philately. It's so many. I'll put a stamp on that. Um, anyhow, that's my endorsement. we got to stamp that out. <laughs> stamp out philatelies. I, I think we could lick it. <laughs> oh, that would be great. If you want to stamp it out, let's go down I, to I guess the I'll, mint. I'll, I'll let her. Let's go to the mint and have a protest. I'll let her. Stamp. I'm repeating that so she can hear it. I get it, it now. All right, right. All right. A letter kind of sounds like Phil Lawler. Well, no, Frank a letter. I'm bringing up Buddy. <laughs> Okay. Uh, he used to be, you know, back at the Academy when they showed films, there used to be a whole group of you people. You all know, you used to go to the Academy, At the Motion Picture right? Academy, on weekends there would be films. And I would go with June Foray, and across the aisle from us was Vincent, uh, a great director at Warner Brothers back in the 40s. Minnelli? No. Uh, a different Vincent, Vincent? Yeah. And he was an actor in the early 30s, and he said a terrific movie, I think it was called Counselor at Law, with John Barrymore, one of John Barrymore's last great films. Well, I was trying to give you a compliment that oh. people were asking about you at this homeschool convention because we were there. Oh, you're going to tell us signing. about the homeschool convention? Uh, yeah, uh -huh. and I made these and did cards you tell them I was to give away autograph. No, I didn't. I okay. didn't want to embarrass right. you, but I, I made these cards so that they would know about our show. Because tell your friends, please, and thank you. We want to thank our patrons who support the show. By the way. And everybody else who's watching. So we just want to get the word out. So I tried to, to share that. And I saw an armadillo and a snake in the grass. I have pictures. Really? Maybe, maybe we'll put it. Yeah. And yep. then, Oh, yeah. And the gator. We saw the alligator guy. Really? Yes. And uh, With alligators? Or he just had an alligator. Guy? And he held it. And I, I pet it. I, I got a little scared. And I noticed... They tape their mouth shut so they can't really? bite anybody because he wow. said it would be a very bad homeschool convention if the alligator's oh, mouth the, the, was the, not the taped. The people tape their mouth shut, mouth shut. The, not, not the alligator. The gator trainer. Got it. Mr. Gator Man. Right. I don't know. He, there's a place called Gator Land, and that's who I think he was representing, Gator did, Land. Did you go up to an alligator and say, tell you later, alligator? I should have. Yes. Why didn't I think of that? I know, I know. Tell you, can't sing that song. Can no, I? no, but we no, could but sing we could Tell sing. You Later Mashed Potato. 
Okay. <laughs> Tell you later, mashed potato. No, no, that's that's a wrong Can't melody. Can't do that. Luckily, you hit some wrong, wrong notes, notes there, as so. usual. I'll tune this up. Hey, tell you what, tune that up, and don't we have a song that you were going to do for... Oh, that's right, because the 4th of July is coming up. We have a special, brand new 4th of July song. And you showed up. Which we'll be performing uh, maybe next week, and but we'll just rehearse it once teach without it the me? words. Yeah. I printed out the lyrics. Because I want it to be uh, a peppy song. Peppy? Yeah, like Peppy Lamoco like or something. Peppy Le Pew. Well, he gets his name from Peppy Lamoco. <laughs> <laughs> Pee-pee. Is it hard to you tune know, a ukulele? I, I was there one time when somebody went up to uh, uh, Mel Blanc and said, um, I really love Pepe Le Pew. And he said, Oh, yes, that little French skunk. Except he didn't do it as Pepe Le Pew. He did it in a generic French accent, which I thought was kind of funny. Maybe he couldn't remember. Possibly, or, you know, you know. Uh, it was just uh, so but this is the song we're going to do for 4th of July uh, well here's the melody hold on let me get ready wait look sheesh now I'm twinsies with you <laughs> <laughs> wow I you gotta can... get a new mirror <laughs> it can... doesn't show me you looking can... like that at you all you can barely look at me can you you can barely Sheesh. look at me. All right. What's the matter here? Must Because you uh, dropped the ukulele when it fell on oh, the ground. Oh, that's right. I oh, that, think that, it that messed it, it up. Yeah. I think we're back to nor okay. Norgal. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Norgal. You know, once upon a time, I was as Norgal as can be. No. Yeah. I do not know. That's that. my rewrite of some lyrics I oh, once wrote okay. for a song called Going Quackers, which was performed by Clarence Nash. Can you sing that? No. Are you allowed? No, I don't own it. No. <gasps> Why would you sell your songs? Uh, for money? Because, uh, yeah, because Clarence Nash was going to sing it. And you get it royalties? Gonna be, and it was going to be on Donald Duck's big comeback album. And, of course, yes. And uh, plus, very nicely, we had the opportunity, this is in Willie and Filio, to have a guy Which look over our first, contract. One of your first. And give us yeah. advice on it. Oh. You know who that guy was? A guy looked over your contact. Oh, and I didn't gave even live advice. in Los Angeles yet. Uh, yeah, he did it over the telephone. I read everything to him Walt over Disney. the phone. Walt Disney. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> he would have, you know, Walt. Um, <clears throat> Fess Parker told me this once. Oh. Uh, he had this song called Ringle Wrangle, which he thought would be great for this upcoming movie called Westward Ho the Wagons. So he went up to Walt's office and played it for Walt. And, and Fess owned the publishing to it. And it was written by Stan Jones, the, the great songwriter who wrote what we call Ghost Riders in the Sky. Ah, I know that song. Yeah, an old cow poke when riding out. And one dark and windy day. <laughs> and there's that train again. I don't know I if know. you can hear that. We have trains. It's the errant train of thought that just okay, keeps coming yes. by all the time. But um, anyway, so he played it for Walt. Fess told me this. And Walt reproduced and it said, in another life. I like it. I like. It. We're going to use it. He said, but but we have to have the publishing to it. And Fess said, but but I have the publishing to it. I negotiated the publishing. He said, yeah, but we have to have it. I said, why? He said, it's our policy. Oh, that's a good. And that's then, a good and phrase. And then Fess it's thought about policy. it for a second, and he said, but wait a minute. Who makes up the policy here? And Walt said, I do. <laughs> And there you go. So, there you go. And then there was Disneyland. 
Yeah, but it's it you know it's it's worth selling a song to Disney's that Donald Duck is going to do. I found a Disneyland ticket in my wallet, in my electronic wallet. A couple days ago, I found a ticket for in Disneyland. In an electronic wallet? I have an electronic wallet. So was it an electronic ticket? Yes. Oh, oh, I see. We call an e-ticket. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, sure. not the kind of e-tickets we used to use at Disneyland. That's a different kind of e-ticket, actually. <laughs> I'll tell you later. <laughs> Tell You Later is a Patreon-driven entertainment show. So what are you waiting for? Come on over. Join us for so much more at patreon.com front slash tell you later. Next week. He teaches me songs like this all the time. So far, so good. I can do that. <laughs> That sounds like it's going to be a very good song.